At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two. Brady Cannon live with you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. My partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado, and the Denver Broncos, your hometown team there, James, not doing so great, but starting to put a little offensive drive together here, mounting a little bit of a threat. They trail the Kansas City Chiefs 10 to nothing, and we are just underway now in the second quarter. Teddy Bridgewater and company in the red zone at about the 15-yard line of the Kansas City Chiefs as we start the second quarter, and again, trailing 10 to nothing. Currently, your live line is off the board. Uh, James, let's talk a little contest play, both the Circa Millions contest, the Circa Survivor, and, of course, the Westgate Super Contest. As far as Circa Survivor, uh, you know, what was the Lions' uh, big accomplishment today was the death of five contestants in Circa Survivor. Five people took the Vikings today, a road favorite by seven points at Detroit. And, of course, the Lions get their first win of the year. So that's five less people in Circa Survivor. We went into the week with 28 now down to 23, and everybody else got a win except for the Chiefs are still pending. The Eagles were the most popular play with 10 people on Philadelphia. The Chiefs have four people on them. Of course, they're playing right now. Three people cashed with the Dolphins, three people with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two people with the Cardinals, and one contestant with the Indianapolis Colts. But uh, a tough week for the Vikings backers and the Circus Survivor. Yeah, tough week for – I mean, now at this point, it's so – 
you just don't know what people have as far as rema- teams remaining. Obviously, nobody had the Rams today because we would have saw. We definitely would have saw that Rams is one of the the top plays. Regardless, if you had them, it's either the Rams or, in this case, the Colts. One person had the Colts today over the Texans who couldn't find the end zone, couldn't find anything between the anything to put up the scoreboard today. But now in Survivor, I mean, this is where, you know, as as it gets shorter and shorter, the the value of your entry or your ticket, whatever you want to call it, for those that are remaining just continues to increase. And I think this is where you've got to, depending on the capital, I know we talk about, well, you could put these big bets on this side and hedge those kind of things. It all depends on the capital that you actually have that you can get out there and play with right the books are there's some places that give you some credit and I, at least back in the day you know you played locally you had a certain extension of credit but uh, so you have to temper that too just thinking oh well these folks are just making all this money hand over fist potentially if you have the capital to do that but you know I think it's you can't be looking at at least if it was me and we d- discussed this yesterday Brady if it was me I'm not looking to try to save this team or that team and let me see down the matrix of the schedule where I could use certain team. Yeah, you want to look ahead, but ultimately you got to figure out from week to week what is the one winner I need to find because now you're down to, what did you say, we're down to 23? Yeah, 23 with the Chiefs pending. With four four to play, right, yeah. Exactly right, and Denver on the move. Well, now they're in a second and thirty. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I think there was a holding on a on a screenplay. But anyhow, yeah, you just got to fight right now. You're so tight. I mean, are those folks getting any sleep? And congratulations to those that have moved <laughs> forward. And well, I mean, when we played super contest, right? We were thinking about. I think about the year that I won. So when I was 15, when I won it, and then 16, when I came in third place. 2015, I took first place in week six, and I was in first place for the entirety of the rest of the season. In 2016, I was just kind of, I'm not exactly sure where I was, nowhere close to first place, and it was the second half of the season where I really made a huge push, especially the month of December. Not as much pressure from that side, but when you're ahead and you're feeling that, I can remember that first year in 2015, I had a pretty comfortable lead the last handful of weeks into the season. It was still a lot of sleepless nights. It was so tight. I was consumed with it. Each and every night, each and every week, I'm looking at watching games and I'm reading this, that, and the other, like I was totally immersed in it. I can only imagine with Survivor and thinking about how much money is on the line. We're talking $6 million, and now we're we're just in the 20s when it comes to entries. Uh, Good luck getting any sleep out there, fellas. Congratulations to y'all, and we'll see you in a month, and we'll see how big those and heavy those bags are under your eyes for those that made it all the way through. Well, it's not only that. Derek Stevens talked about it on our Saturday edition of the Pro Football Blitz. You figure all these 28 people should find a way to make some money with hedging or what have you. And so that's on your mind as well, trying to figure out how you position yourself for that type of thing. But uh, yeah, the super contest, I I remember it uh, obviously just as you do. Uh, I can almost talk about every single game uh, if I looked at a schedule, but we led uh, the first six weeks. I remember we got out to, we went 5-0 and the very first week, and I told my wife, I said, look, honey, I'm, I'm leading the Hilton Super Contest. This will never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> and so the first six weeks, we were hitting 80%, and then uh, we slipped a little bit and uh, slipped a little bit in the standings, and then it was Thanksgiving, I believe, where we regained the lead and, and didn't look back after that. But uh, you talk about nerve-wracking, man. I mean, there is just absolutely nothing like it. Speaking of the... Circa Millions and the Super Contest, the consensus picks are still undecided. The Dolphins were a consensus pick in both contests. That's a winner. 
Uh, the Bills were a consensus pick in both contests. Of course, they play Monday night. The Broncos were a consensus pick. That one is uh, currently underway. The Washington football team was a consensus at Circa. That's a winner. The Bengals was also a consensus pick at Circa. That was a loser. So right now, 2-1 and one with two pending for the consensus at Circa. Uh, the Colts were a top pick at the Westgate. That was a winner, along with the Dolphins. Uh, the Bills and the Broncos also consensus picks. And then this is very interesting, James. You have 496 people on the Bills in the Westgate Super Contest uh, at uh, three points, I believe, is the spread in the Super Contest. And you have 492 people on the Patriots. That's a top five pick as well. You have a, you have a consensus selection on both sides of the game here. Yeah, that's kind of where I stand. I know we'll talk about this game later in in the program here, but I'm kind of on the fence too. I'm not sure. I I didn't. I don't have a position on this game, and I'm not sure if I will come Monday night if I want to play this or not. And I think there's a couple key injuries that I'm going to be looking at, but but that's that's to be uh, discussed later. But thinking about this game, I mean, this is a huge game for both teams, and I don't know if with the all the expectations are on and out and. Call it pressure, call it what you will, but all the expectation, I think pressure just gets put on yourself. When you expect yourself to do something, kind of like us in the contest, right? And I think for as many years we played it and all the success that we've had, sometimes now that just becomes the, the norm. I, I can tell you, after I won it, the first year, and I'm not in gambling circles out here in sports betting circles, Brady. I don't. I, my friends don't have Twitter. I don't have anybody that... that my guys don't bet. They didn't have any idea what Super Contest was. It was a completely covert life that I was leading when I was talking about sports betting and then also the Super Contest. But then the next year when I came in third, I remember people would ask, hey, how'd you do in the contest this year? I told them, I, I, I came in third this year after going first the, the, the year prior. And I was like, oh, really? There was like this sense of disappointment. <laughs> like, you know how hard this is to Tell do this? Tell them how much money cash? you won for third place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right, but but thinking about like it, it, I, I think when we when we think about the contest and and the grind of it, and I think that's one thing we can definitely both relate to oh. the grind of a contest. There is as a sports better whether you're, if you're betting year round, whether it's NFL, and then we get into basketball, we got college basketball, March Madness, baseball, all those kind of things. Like we dabble, I dabble in a lot of different sports, not all of them, but it pretty much is a as a calendar. It's it's twelve months of the year that I play, but you can also you get a grind. You get get tired and you can take a break all right i'm gonna i'm getting away from it for a week or i'm not even gonna look at anything for a while i'm just staying away from it I'd, let me have a real life for for a bit but when you're playing in the contest like these there is no break for it. and especially you're playing for such high stakes and there's so much money there is no it, it's such a grind because it's week after week after week and you have to find the five and i think that's what really yeah i think the biggest thing that that i think for me at least that i've learned is to be decisive you, you can start to question you can start to get too much information and start to be on the fence for either one just like tomorrow night's game where i'm at with the pats or the pats or the uh, or the Bills here, that's just the game where if I'm on the fence with it, I usually just stay away from it when it comes to playing that in the contest because I have to be decisive. And when I, I can make a case for both sides, that usually means I'm not going to make a case for either side. I'm going to stay away. Yeah, I think that's very good advice. And I did that with a couple of games this week. You and I talked about the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Chargers 
early on in the week, I was kind of leaning with the Chargers, but uh, I, I thought that game was so tough to call, and I could have made cases for both sides, and it looked like the Chargers were going to win it in a route. It ended up being a pretty tight game there for a while. The Chargers do end up getting the victory over Cincinnati, but I'm with you. Uh, same thing with the Bills and the Patriots. You know, I, I think I can make bo- uh, good cases for both sides here, so I stayed away from both of those games in the contest. How did you do in contest? It, it seems like you and I, uh, one better another, or, you know, whatever it was, seems like we did pretty well with our bets today. How did you do in contest play? You know, I've got multiple ones. So it's, one was a contrarian because I was try, I was 11 and four going into the fourth week of the contest for the circa million. So that was all contrarian. And I'm trying to look at what did I put in, honestly. And I think I went to that one was two and three. I went two and three going contrarian. Like I had the Bears for that one. The Jet, the Jets didn't come in. Uh, I did have the. the did I have? Oh, I'm sorry, Brady. I'm I'm trying. There's so many different ways that I'm playing in this. Like the reboot, the reboot. I think I went two and two. Actually, the reboot. I do have a position on the Patriots tomorrow in the reboot contest. So I think I'm two and two going into that tomorrow night. So I'm kind of all over the board because I've got multiple entries in different contests. And depending on your where you're at, I can tell you this: for the full season, that's not going to happen. So ultimately, I'm playing for the reboot and the super contest right now, and I'm also playing for these quarterly contests. But I didn't end up being able to hit those contrarian. Play- plays of those lower plays that I was looking for to try to move me up the the potential leaderboard within the fourth quarter or within the fourth week of the quarter for the quarter for the circa millions today so I'm kind of all over the but I think probably consensus would be two and three looks like two and three would probably be the best consensus I could say worth collectively with my contest picks well 10 to 3 is the score in the Sunday night football game the Kansas City Chiefs leading the Denver Broncos 10 to 3 about 13 minutes left in the second quarter the Chiefs currently have the ball. It's a third and ten situation here coming up. Travis Kelsey just uh, could not catch a pass there, forcing third down for the Denver Broncos and Andy Reid is challenging it. He is saying it is a catch. So we will see. Not exactly sure what's going on here, but they are reviewing to see if that was a catch by Travis Kelsey. We'll update you on the other side when we come back. Right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN holiday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. James, you and I both sporting VEASAN t-shirts this evening. You have your uh, Peter Tosh-inspired Legalize It, and I have my VEASAN City t-shirt on tonight uh, in honor of Sin City, of course. The Kansas City Chiefs, uh, that Andy Reid challenge, uh, went by the wayside, and Denver has now uh, turned Kansas City over on downs. Uh, looks like Kansas City will be forced to punt here, and uh, there's a flag on the punt, it seems. I imagine that is a, bl- a hold or a block in the back, but 10-3 to is the current score in favor of Kansas City. Just underway in the second quarter, about 11, 12 minutes left in the second frame. Again, 10-3 to Kansas City, and they are still 14.5-point favorites in the live market. Your total really has hardly changed at all from prior to kickoff and also in the live wagering at 46.5 currently. James, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were in Atlanta trying to pull off a season sweep of the Falcons earlier today. They closed... As 10.5-point favorites with a total of 50.5, we were talking about Tom Brady a little bit in our considerate book it or drop it segment, but he was really cruising and throwing a lot of passes early and often in this game. Tom Brady and the Bucks were really cruising for most of the first half, but Atlanta would not go away. And then at the very end of the first half, Tom Brady threw a pick six deep in his own territory. Atlanta returned it for a touchdown, and they went into the break trailing 
by just three points. Now, the Bucks went up by 13, kicking a field goal with less than two minutes left in regulation. And then Atlanta had a chance to cover this game with a goal-to-goal situation and just seconds left, but Matt Ryan threw a couple of incomplete passes. The Bucks end up winning this game and covering 30-17 to your final. And nothing in the second half for Atlanta. It was a completely different. And and you're going to see that out of Tampa. And you know Tampa as the defending Super Bowl champions. Everybody, especially within your division, you know you're going to get the best shot. But everybody, every opponent that they play, they're going to bring it. Hey, this is our measuring stick. Even if you're you're out of it, you're having a bad season, you're still going to play the Super Bowl champion. You're going to get up for that. It's just the more so is... Tampa Bay going to get up for each and every game. And in this case here, I kind of slept walk through this game until they got to the second half. And I think that's where Tampa, although I think there was a couple injuries. We're going to have to look at that defense. They had a couple guys that got banged up a little bit in that, in that game on the defensive side. I know Jamel Dean, they've been having issues at the, at the safety in the court the, at the DB position. He was knocked out with a concussion. Uh, but ultimately I think Tampa woke up in the second half and said, look, we're playing the Falcons and we can can't let this continue. Can't have these guys playing in their game. And I think for, probably for Brady, just a poor pass. I'm not really even sure why they're trying to throw the football. I think there was roughly 25 seconds left. You're inside your own 10. Why are you even trying to throw the ball down there? Just take the knee. You have the lead. Call it good. And then you give Atlanta momentum. So lessons to be learned. But I think anytime you have Tom Brady, it, maybe there's just it doesn't matter where you're at in the field. It doesn't matter how much time is left. They just, they're going to get after it, and they're going to go for it. And we know Arians is uh, – he's a – if he lived in Vegas, he'd be doing a lot of the things that we like to do when we roll out there. He's a gambler. He's not afraid. But ultimately, very poor decision to close the half to even make a throw in that situation. But Tampa Bay woke up in the second half and handled their business on the defensive side. Yeah, Jamel Dean with a concussion. Ronald Jones also checked the injury report for him before they go into week 14 where they will take on the Buffalo Bills. Tampa Bay now at 9-3 and three will host the Buffalo Bills next week. Of course, Buffalo will be on a short week. The Bucks by four was the initial line at the Westgate over the summer. The Atlanta Falcons, by the way, they dropped to 5-7, and seven, and they will tra- uh, travel to visit a rested Carolina Panthers team in Week 14. Panthers listed as one-and-a-half-point favorites initially way back in June. Uh, the Denver Broncos back on offense, nine minutes left in the second quarter, starting to put a little something together, and Javante Williams with a nice run there, starting to finally maybe wear down those Chiefs defenders, James, and Teddy Bridgewater throwing deep, almost picked off, but uh, they will live to play another down. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, they were in Houston to face the Texans, and they closed as 10-point road favorites, James, with a total of 45 and a half and they had beaten the Texans 31 to 3 already earlier this season oddly enough this game turned out with almost exactly the same score we, we talked about Houston having the 31st ranked rushing defense in the league and that was versus the Colts rushing offense which ranks fourth in the league and sure enough we thought it would be a big day for Jonathan Taylor indeed it was 31 to nothing your final the Indianapolis Colts they get right after that loss to Tampa Bay and shut out Houston.
And Houston's going to allow you to do that. Not a good team to begin with. They had a number of injuries coming into this game as well. I know David Johnson didn't play. They've already jettisoned the other res- other running backs that they had on that team. So really thin at the running back position, I think, was before the game started. There was a number of other inactives that were pretty crucial. I know that they're, I believe their leading tackler at the linebacker position also did not play in this contest. So, I mean, they gave a great fight out there. And they they did what they could with the, the talent that they had, but just overmatched, seriously overmatched. It was going to be more so where was the Colts' mindset coming into this game? Were they still going to be a little hungover from the disappointing loss, especially losing the way that they did last week to Tampa where you have a lead. You have, I think it was a 10-point lead that they had going into halftime and really got away from the run game. Well, they went back to that run game today. We talked about would there be – I usually don't play a lot of props like that. I play, I've been finding more at angles to play props when it comes to yardage for quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, those types of things. But there was that first touchdown scored in the game prop, and we talked about that plus 310 for Taylor. I put a little half a unit on that for Taylor to score the first touchdown. Really, that was the case for me. I don't typically do those types of things outside of looking at the matchup. And when we talked about it, I said, I don't know if Houston's going to be able to score a touchdown, so the only first touchdown would be on the Indianapolis side, and would they want to get back to the running game? That's exactly what they did today. It was going to be, let's get back to our identity, let's get back to the strength of our team with our offensive line, even though Ryan Kelly was out due to COVID today at the center position, but it was Jonathan Taylor's show today. 32 carries, 143 yards, two touchdowns. He got whatever he wanted out there against the really depleted Houston Texan defense. Yeah, 32 carries. You know, it was just in the first half that he tallied 25 carries and two touchdowns and over 100 yards rushing. So they kind of set the tone for what they were going to do early in this ball game. And you end up, he mentions, or he ends up with getting 32 carries and over 140 yards rushing. It was really a pretty ugly game. Tyrod Taylor did go out of the game with injury. Davis Mills came in in relief. Uh, and again, I mentioned this ends nearly the exact same score, 30. One to three. How about that? Two meetings between the Colts and the Texans, and the Texans have been, uh, managed to score three points, James. Well, not surprised. They're meeting expectations, I think. So yeah. now now the next time, so next year, what will that be? Will that be like the quadruple revenge game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's unfortunate for the Texans because pretty much every team that they're going to play through the Rangers, not only through the division, but any teams that they're going to repeat offenders, I mean, it's just a bad team. It, it's where it is, and they're they're playing. Uh, we see them playing hard, but they're just overmatched. And the talent, the lack of talent, and then all the injuries they've suffered, and the fact that they've really just gutted. I think the bigger thing is thinking about it was just a couple of years ago that Houston, they were in Kansas City in that divisional playoff game, right? They had, was it 24 to nothing, whatever that lead was in that second quarter? Yes, yes. That was a really talented football team. Just, what, was that three seasons ago? Was that three playoffs ago? And now this is what it's been. And uh, was that Mr. Bill, Bill, Brian, whatever, whoever was in charge of, of really gutting that roster, just a, a unfortunate situation for that franchise because they, it's a ton of talent on on that team and I know Deshaun Watson and all those things off the field you can't predict that and he was still the the cornerstone of that team and a huge loss for for this Houston Texans team on the offensive side and the leader of that team on uh, as the face of the franchise but ultimately yeah think about all the talent that is gone from that playoff team from just a few years ago what a mess and what a rebuild it's going to take a long time if at all for this team to get back to any any semblance of what it was just a few years ago
Nashville. You talk about the quadruple revenge. It was interesting. We talked about that on our preview edition of the Pro Football Blitz. You had three situations today where teams were looking at triple revenge. That was the Atlanta Falcons, the Houston Texans, and the San Francisco 49ers. For a long time, over the course of 222 games, that had been converting against the spread at a clip of 60%. All three of those teams lost outright today. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it speaks to, and I'm not one that really digs into trends. It's more situational, and trends can mean something if it if the situation warrants it. And here, I thinking about San Francisco and Seattle, well, I know we'll get to that game later in the program. What a crazy game that was, especially Absolutely. how it started. That was a high-level game. The intensity of that game, I put that one on the big screen because the intensity of that game, that was a, that was a fun game to watch. It was a snot knocker out there, and that was a lot of fun. That was some old-school just hammer football, and I really appreciated that. So that one moved to the big screen for me but ultimately yeah trends are as good as the situation that it finds itself in and you think about Seattle yeah maybe they had had San Francisco's number and San Francisco wanted some revenge but Seattle had to have a win how poorly they had played since not only Russell Wilson being gone but since he has come back as well. Speaking of the Seahawks they will visit the Houston Texans next week the Colts are on their bye week next week the Seahawks were made a seven point road favorite over the summer we'll see where that one lands we'll come back with more in a moment on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you're betting on every game, playing in a contest, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops on December 13th. Make sure you get your copy today. It's only $19.99, and you can find it at vcin.com slash subscribe. Look forward to that, the College Bowl betting guide. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you inside the Pro Football Blitz, and the Denver Broncos are really putting together a great drive, James, and one of the reasons it's great is because they are keeping Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines. This uh, drive has uh, lasted over 10 minutes. Now, Kansas City is still leading the Broncos 10-3, to but Denver is pretty deep into KC territory. They've hit the two-minute warning before halftime, and your live line, this was as high as minus 17.5 in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're back down to 7.5, just a touchdown favorite is Kansas City in the live market, and finally your total has crashed a little bit with this time-consuming drive. The live total now, James, at 41.5. That's the best way for me. I want this total sitting at 47 and a half under. The best way to hit that under. Keep Mahomes on the sideline, like you said, a 10-minute drive right now for the Denver Broncos. The key play in this drive, fourth and seven. Denver goes for it. They're at the Kansas City 43. It's kind of one of those uh, too far to kick the field goal, but do you actually want to punt from your from your opponent's 43? A lot of times we don't see teams when it's fourth and seven go for that. Maybe the fourth and three, the fourth and two kind of deal right there. But fourth and seven when you know it's an obvious passing down. But I think what that does for Fangio, and it speaks to the fact that, hey, look, even if we turn the football over on downs, we've had some good success against Patrick Mahomes defensively so far. They scored 10 points the first two drives of the game. But I think that's just Fangio saying, hey, I can rely on my defense if we don't get if we don't get this first down and we give Kansas City some advantageous field position. I'll trust my defense to get a stop. 
No, that was a, a huge conversion right there, and I think it was a great call by Fangio. That's easy to say when it converts, but I agree with you. Uh, you know, there wasn't really much else to do, and the point of this, we really saw John Harbaugh do it when the Baltimore Ravens beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You absolutely have to do whatever you can to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, and that's exactly what Fangio did there, and he's being rewarded here. Now under two minutes left to go in the first half, and the Broncos keep the drive alive. Uh, the live line has now come off the board here at BetMGM. Just about a minute and a half now left, and the Denver Broncos facing a third and two, I see there on the screen, trying to even this game up at 10 apiece before they go to the half. Uh, James, let's go over some of our best bets today, and uh, I know you and I both hit a couple here. We both got a couple pending. I have the Broncos plus 10 pending. You, of course, have the aforementioned under 47 and a half pending, uh, but we do have uh, some others that we can talk about. Uh, the Buccaneers, I had minus 10 on the Bucks. I mentioned I just kind of threw a dart at one of the big road favorites today. I felt the Buccaneers had a great chance and escaped by the hair on my chinny-chin-chin there with Atlanta knocking on the door late. But uh, both the Colts and the Buccaneers got there as big road favorites. And so did the Philadelphia Eagles. Gardner Minshew was outstanding in relief of Jalen Hurts in that game today. Now, I know one of the plays that you lost on today was the under in that game, under 45 and a half. You know, the Jets came out and showed signs of life on offense early, and then Minshew, you just didn't really expect that. I think he converted his first 13 passes for completions or something like that. Um, but it looked like this game might stay under the total for a while, and then Philadelphia really just ran away with it in the second half. And your handicap was with Minshew, I mean, all the running that Philadelphia has been doing successfully in past weeks, and then you take Jalen uh, Hurts out of the equation, you figured they had to lean heavy on the running game, but hey, Minshew did it through the air. Well, and they did run the ball more. They had 41 attempts rushing the ball for 185 yards. Minshew just had 25 attempts, but he was 20 out of 25. And, you know, the the, the New York Jets will make you look good when it comes to passing. Not that Minshew, I'm not going to take anything away from, from Minshew Mania and how well he threw the football today, but... There were a lot of plays out there where I didn't see a whole lot of Jets defenders in that secondary. We know it's a bad secondary. It's really beat up. If anything, the the Jets' strength is on the front at the front line, not in the back on the back four. But yeah, I think for Minshew stepped in, and the, the one thing we saw with him last year when he was with Jacksonville, the kid's a gamer. He's a competitor, and and he's the, he's the guy that nobody wanted. He's got the chip on his shoulder. Look, I'm yeah, I was too small to play. I was probably too small to play in high school. I was too pl- small to play in college NFL you got no shot and he plays like it he's going to play out there he's not going to be reckless though he's going to play smart within the offense but he's not going to be afraid to make plays and he doesn't get tentative and I think that's what you see when you talk about the competitor in certain players he's not afraid I can think of a lot of other quarterbacks that really kind of nut up when we see him out there and and have to make a, a big throw in a certain situation that's not Gardner Minshew man he's he, he's playing with house money when he's out there he's like I'm not even supposed to be in this league now I got an opportunity to take full advantage of it and yeah the Jets defense can make you look good but part of it I think was the Jets defense the other part is just Gardner Minshew just plays with so much confidence because he's got nothing to lose now you think about what happened to the total I, mean, I think the the Jets return that it was a 
both teams, the Jets had a big kickoff return to start the game, and ultimately that total was basically lost at halftime, but then the Philadelphia Eagles defense decided, you know what, we need to start playing the way we're capable of and completely shut out the Jets in the second half. 18 points for the Jets in the first half, nothing in the second half. Yeah, I mean, they were really just trading punches in the first half. Zach Wilson threw his first touchdown pass of the season, but you're right, the Philadelphia defense really stepped up in the second half, and unfortunately for you, that game did end up going over the total. Uh, I was able to hit my two-team six-point teaser, the Washington football team plus eight-and-a-half and the Pittsburgh Steelers plus ten-and-a-half. James, it's always nice when you don't need the points at all. Both of those teams winning outright today, the Washington football team over the Las Vegas Raiders, and what an ending in that Pittsburgh and Baltimore Ravens game. Oh, what a competitive game. And finally, Pittsburgh decided they didn't show up last week. What was going to happen this week in practice with Mike Tomlin and whether Claypool wants to listen to music and wants to have more fun at practice? You know what? They're going to have fun at practice this week. They're going to have fun tonight because what's fun about playing in any sport you're playing, what's fun about is what's fun about betting is when you win. Anytime you're winning, it's a competitive endeavor. When you win, that's what's fun. The work is put in during the week, so maybe lessons learned for some of those younger players on the Pittsburgh Steelers not understanding the identity of what it means to be a Pittsburgh Steeler, the competitive nature of that franchise. Well, they brought it today, and they really brought it defensively. number of players that were questionable coming into this game due to injury as well as COVID in this situation, but we saw it once they stepped out on the field. Most of them were available in this contest. And, man, did they get after the quarterback. Lamar Jackson sacked seven times. I don't know how many other times he was hit and hurried. I know they keep tracks of that. It's double digits for sure. That might have been – it seemed like every time he was back there. I mean, we know for the Ravens, everything falls on Lamar Jackson's shoulders to have to make the plays, whether it's throwing the football, running the football. He is he is the do-it-all, everything for that offense, for the Baltimore Ravens. Man, he took some licks today. He is going to be sore this coming week, not only physically, but we also saw it from a psychological standpoint how poorly he played last week against Cleveland, throwing those four interceptions. Now, just one interception out of Lamar Jackson today, but did not throw the ball. Didn't wasn't accurate again today, but really I think you just saw him kind of shaky throwing the football, kind of held the football a lot, didn't make as many throws down the field, just feeling a little hesitant. I think that's the confidence, and I think probably a lot of that stems from last week and his poor performance with those four interceptions and Pittsburgh took full advantage of it man they put a licking on him today yeah they sacked him four times just in the first half did the Pittsburgh Steelers of Lamar Jackson you mentioned that interception that he threw that was a costly one that was in the red zone Baltimore was going down to get a score early in that ball game and he threw a pick uh, in the end zone that gave Pittsburgh new life there was a, a large part of this game where it really looked like the Ravens were in control and they were they were getting to that Pittsburgh defense pretty good. And, you know, we've seen that Pittsburgh defense struggle so much the last three weeks. And we were kind of looking at this game in the first half going, oh, boy, here we go again. But I give Mike Tomlin and that Pittsburgh side of the ball a ton of credit. They hung in there. They never quit. Roethlisberger got the offense going. And once again, we had a classic come down to the very end there between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, we'll dive into that game a little bit further here later in the program. I do want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. Denver went for it again on fourth down, James. This time they were not successful. They give the ball over to Kansas City on downs, who starts offensively inside their own 10-yard line. Looks like there's just about 20 seconds left in the half here. I'm not sure. They went to a commercial on the monitor, but still 10-3. to Denver is not able to put additional points on the board. Kansas City 
moves to an 11.5-point favorite in the live market. And how about your total, Mr. Salinas? I know you're thrilled. The live total all the way down to 36.5. Yeah, you can talk about best bets and all that. You know how you know the volume that I have if this one wins and what that payday is for this one. This is a big one here for me, hoping that this comes in. But, yeah, Denver goes for it fourth and two inside the 10. I think they know field goals are not going to win this football game. I like it. Field goal kickings for losers, even though they didn't get it. If you want to beat Kansas City on the road at Arrowhead, you're going to have to put points on the board, and it's not through the uprights. It's across the goal line with touchdowns. Indeed, the Chiefs facing third and long here at their own 10-yard line. 20 seconds left in the first half. Mahomes throws incomplete, and we'll pretty much get to the end of the half here. Looks like Kansas City will have to punt. We'll be back in just a moment with more at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. Head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. They have gone to halftime in the Sunday night football game at Arrowhead Stadium. The Kansas City Chiefs leading the Denver Broncos 10-3, a low-scoring affair. That makes my partner James Salinas very happy as he's got a wager there on under 47.5. Currently the live total for the entire game at 36.5. The Chiefs are an 11.5-point favorite for the entire game in the live market. As far as just the second half, James, the Broncos trailing by 7 they are four-point underdogs for the second half. Any thoughts on that one? Well, I mean, Denver's control, especially in the second quarter, we talked about that 10, uh, probably turned into 11 or 12-minute drive that they had in that second quarter, keeping Mahomes on the sideline. That's the best way to get to the under as well as try to win these football games on the road in Kansas City. When Mahomes doesn't have the football in his hands, he can't beat you. But you got to score, and that's where Denver's struggling. They've only put up three points, even though they've dominated time of possession. They've had ten more plays than the Kansas City Chiefs had to this point. But you still got to put something in the end zone, and that's where they're just putting three points up on the board. I think they can be. I think from this standpoint, going in at halftime, feeling like, all right, well, we've got to be able to finish on third down. That's what's really killed them. They they're two of three on fourth down. They're just two of eight on third down, so they've got to be able to to continue to move the sticks, but right now, they're running the football. I know Bridgewater, he's got 111 yards passing, but I think 40 of those just came on a garbage throw to just pad the stats there for fantasy football folks, where it was the last play of the game, and everybody, or last play of the half, everybody's deep in the end zone, get, not going to give up a, a big play over the top, but it's really been Javante Williams. After that first, the first two drives, Denver went three and out on both of those first drives, only collectively getting two yards of offense on those first two drives but they've been leaning heavily on Javante Williams big spot for the rookie rookie running back out of North Carolina and outside of that first one where he really got leveled sometimes you got to take a big lick right it's a big game and you got a lot of nerves you take a big shot and he did Thornhill laid a hat on him on that first play of the game but then there you go the nerves are out and then the talent can come out Javante Williams strong runner tough runner tough competitor as well they're going to have to continue to lean on him do I like Denver's chances here? If you're saying, do I want to take them at this point sitting at plus four in the second half and in turn being plus 11? I'd probably lean to the Denver side in that aspect of it as opposed to looking at the Kansas City Chiefs side right now just for the fact that I think the game plan, the blueprint right there is for Denver to control the clock, which they've done, but they also got to score. That's my only concern. That was my concern coming into the game, Brady. Was was Denver going to be able to sustain drives and put it in the end zone? Well, they've sustained drives, but they haven't been able to put it in the end zone. That's why I took the under. For me, I'm not going to play anything. You know my position on this. I'm I'm totally solid where I'm at. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have been dealt a 20 and no no reason to mess around at this point, uh, like they say at the blackjack table. Uh, I do want to ask you, though, about the total. And I, I, I don't necessarily want to encourage you to screw around. Like I say, don't mess around. But you do have a pretty good opportunity to hit a middle here. The second half total is at 22 and a half. So that's basically saying the game is going to end up with a total amount of points in the neighborhood of 35, 36. And you're, of course, sitting at 47 and a half. You've got under that. Do you think about possibly playing un, uh, over 22 and a half and, and middling the thing and maybe cashing, uh, you know, adding a little to your pile there? Yeah, I mean, it's a thinking about the payout on this one it's it's maybe maybe i could do it but what how much you know what i've got on this side how much would it be worth my how much would it be worth my while to do that especially considering i don't think i'm going to just thinking about how denver's played offensively right now and the fact that they are struggling inside that they've only been able to put up three points even though they dominated the time of possession and total plays in this game what do we see out of Kansas City in the second half defensively? How do they get off the field here? And do we see something out of Patrick Mahomes? I mean, right now the blueprint is Denver continue to do what they are doing. Yeah, I mean, I think if I was going to try to middle, it's a great spot for a middle. We've got, what, roughly 12 points to be able to catch in between 35 and a half, basically 36 to 47, 11 points to be able to hit that middle. Maybe I'll think about it, but right now I think my position is so heavily invested on that under. I'll be just sad. I'll be totally satisfied. Maybe I don't want to get greedy at this point, and I don't want to count my dollars before they're before it comes through. We know crazy things happen in this league. It's still got a full thirty minutes of football to play. I think I'm probably where I'm at. I'm probably just going to stand. Yeah, I, I'm going to encourage you to to sit tight rather than get greedy. Uh, like I said, you've been dealt a good hand, but worth discussing because it is an opportunity right. with an eleven point margin there for a possible middle. We talked about this game a little bit when we were going over the uh, under bet you made on Philadelphia and the New York Jets. It was announced during our show on Saturday that Jalen Hurts would be out and Gardner Minshew would come in in relief. And the line crashed for a minute on Saturday, got down to as low as four or so. But then this morning it came right back up. People had a lot of faith in Minshew and it worked out. This game closed at five and a half in favor of the Eagles. It was six and a half all week long before the status of Hurts was going to be released. But it was a heck of a game early. I mentioned Zach Wilson throws his first touchdown pass of the season. They really showed uh, signs of life on offense. Offense, but then Philadelphia just absolutely shut him down in the second half. Only five incompletions all game for Minshew. Two TD passes, no interceptions, and the Eagles pulled away in the second half. 33-18 to 18 your final. Philadelphia moves to 6-7 and seven on the season. The Jets drop to 3-9. and nine. As far as next week, James, the Eagles are going to go on a bye. The New York Jets will stay at home to host the New Orleans Saints. And over the summer... The Saints were made a three-point favorite in this contest. I think it'll be interesting to see where this game lands between the Saints and the Jets in Week 14. The Saints have now lost five in a row. Sean Payton has never lost more than four games in a row in his head coaching career. We know how bad the Jets are. The Saints are just absolutely decimated by injury. I mean, I I don't know if you can bet this game. I certainly know you're not going to watch it. 
Well, think about you, think the rookie on one side with the Jets and Zach Wilson. Is that somebody that you want to put some faith into and invest in? Not only with Zach Wilson as the rookie, and finally got a, a finally was able to find the back of the end zone with the pass going in. He, and he, we know he missed a, basically a month, but that defense. I mean, it's a bad defense on the Jets, so it's not a defense you want to trust to be able to get off the field consistently through four quarters. But then on the other side, the quarterback position with Taysom Hill, does he play? I know he hurt his finger in that game on Thursday night against the Cowboys. But even before that, I don't know how much the the, the I don't know how much that injury to his finger really impacted his ability to be accurate with the play. I mean, he's just not a quarterback. He's a great competitor and a tough player. And gotta love what he can bring out there and the versatility that he brings outside of the quarterback position, or even some, some like they had used him in the past, where you bring in certain sets and certain packages for him to bang the football and play power football. But for him to be consistent as a passer, it's just not there. And I don't know if it can be there. Now you add the fact that he's got, you know, he hurt his finger, he tore the ligament, whatever he did to it, is he even going to play? And if he doesn't, do you want to go back to Trevor Simeon? Is that somebody that you trust to put some money on? Yeah, for me, it's this will be. I, we'll see where the line ends up. But as far as where these two teams are going right now, these are two teams going south, and I don't want to bet on teams that are going the wrong direction at this point in the season. James, uh, we talked about this game at length. The Chargers visiting the Bengals. We felt it was a tough game to call, and wow, what a game it was! The Chargers storm out to a twenty-four to nothing lead, and then of course Cincinnati comes back with twenty-two unanswered points before the start of the fourth quarter. And then it was a huge play in the fourth quarter, a Joe Mixon fourth quarter fumble. The Chargers get a scoop and score, and that was really the difference in the game. Los Angeles is able to hang on, scoring seventeen points in the fourth quarter, winning outright as a short underdog, 41-22, to your final. Huge win for the boys from L.A. And typical Chargers, right? You have this, you get up 24 to nothing, huge lead, and you've got a terrific running back like Austin Eckler. Nah, we're not going to be interested in trying to bang the football and control the clock, kind of what Denver's doing, except they're putting the points on the board, and you're up to this big lead. Nah, we're just going to keep slinging the football around and let Justin Herbert keep getting hit. And he took a lot of hits today. He got sacked four times today. But then on the other side, Cincinnati as well. Now, they had to get, really didn't get to get into the running game because they fell behind so quickly, and they had some injuries at the offensive line, right tackle, and the center position did not play in this matchup, so I wonder if that had an impact on Joe Mixon and the running ability, what we saw the last two weeks. But it came down to Joe Burrow. Now, Joe Burrow made a lot of great throws today, but he was under duress all day long. He got sacked six times today. I know Bosa went out. I think Bosa went out with a another concussion, I believe, and he's had quite a few of those, something to check and to, to keep an eye on. But yeah, I think it was a tough game to read. I did see a three and a half at one point. It went from two and a half to three and a half for Cincinnati in a quick span. But one, I think, for Cincinnati going forward. Yeah, you have the big divisional game. We saw that earlier when they beat Baltimore and then lost to the Jets. Same thing here. A big win last week and then no show in the first half today. All right. More games to get to when we return on the other side. Hour number three coming up on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.